I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host, Craig. I'm joined today by my co-host, Vanessa Ferguson. Hello. And other co-host, Brett Rutherford. Hello there. We also have such a wonderful gathering of individuals with us today. So excited because, you know, as Disney lovers, we are blessed to have such an amazing community of content creators, whether that's somebody that has a podcast that's telling you about the history of the people that made the magic and the history of the attractions that you love, or maybe it's a content creator who's on YouTube every week that is bringing you videos of the parks and letting you experience that through him every single week, or maybe it's a podcast that's built an entire community of people from around the world to talk about their love and their shared love of Disney. Whether it's any of those, we are so lucky and fortunate to be able to uh, have those types of content creators. And we are having a heck of a March Madness bracket for you today. We're going to be definitively defining the most and best attraction at Walt Disney World. Uh, and this is, there's no uh, arguing about this. Once it's done, it's set in stone. This is the best attraction that is on property at Walt Disney World. And to do that, we had to invite in so many great content creators from around the internet. Uh, first, I'd like to welcome Justin from the Disney Dads podcast. How are you, sir? Hey, buddy. It's good to see you. I've missed that smiling face over the last couple months since the last time we spoke. Yeah, yeah. It's so nice to see you again. Can you give us a, you know, I think what we should do for our listeners, first of all, you should go and check all of these people out. And you've already heard them on previous episodes. I should mention that Justin was on episode 14 of Beyond the Mouse doing cool runnings. And also on episode 44, we did a D23 live recap where Brett was breaking into a house while we were doing it. It was really fun. <laughs> sort of, not really. Uh, it was, it was so great. Break uh, in. So, so great. But uh, Justin, can you plug the Disney dads, tell people where to go find them and what you've been up to? Certainly. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, Disney Dads is a podcast been around about four years. It's me and two other guys, uh, Jason and Mike, and we are family driven, all positivity. And uh, we do everything from attraction based to in the parks, a little bit of history, uh, but mostly just talking about those magical memories that families made. And uh, we love interacting with our community, with our Disney Dads family, because it's them who drive it, it's cast members who drive it. And it's all based around those people. Absolutely. Wonderful to have you here. So glad that you're here. We're also so glad that Matthew is here from the Imagineer podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for inviting me back. I was just thinking we were talking about Halloween last time we spoke. So that we was, were. that was, it felt like honestly a year ago time this year has just escaped me. I've lost all concept of time. Well, what's incredible is the amount of content that you've been putting out as well, and so many amazing interviews that you've had uh, with Imagineers. You spoke to, I think, it was the the daughter of Mary Blair uh, recently, right? Or it was, was it niece? It was the niece, unfortunately. The niece, the niece. Mary's okay. children are no longer around either. It's a small family, but I did get the chance to chat with her niece, and she knew so much about her aunt's life, so it was a real pleasure to talk to her. Absolutely. And you were, like you said, you were on our Halloween episode. That was episode 76. So if people want to go back and listen to uh, that episode of the podcast for sure. But can you tell people how to find Imagine Your Podcast and also what you've been up to? 
Yeah, it's really easy. Imagineerpodcast.com is probably the quickest way to get to everything. And then I'm on social media. You can find me on just about any social media platform out there, but imagineerpodcast.com and imagineerpodcast on your favorite podcast app is the easiest way to get to all of that. We've been doing a lot more of the same. It's a lot of Disney history, interviewing Imagineers, like you mentioned. Also, since we last spoke, I had Raleigh Crump on the show, which was an honor. He's a, a riot and an incredible person to talk to. I almost had to blur, uh, bleep out a couple of things. It came really close. He's just got <laughs> yeah. that that fun-spirited personality, but that all worked out fine. And we're talking about Disney history. We're coming up on episode 100 in March. So I am excited. I, I, I still haven't officially decided what it's going to be, but I'm going to try to make it as, uh, as, as big of a milestone episode as I can make it. That is so cool. Uh, we are uh, going to, April 2nd is going to be our 100th episode. So we are excited about right that. Right around and the same also time. also trying to plan as well. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's like you're, you're trying to make sure it's a, a landmark episode, but not putting too much pressure on yourself. So, but you bring out great episodes all the time. And then we're also joined today by John from bigfatpanda.com as well. You can follow him on YouTube and see all these videos and amazing shows that he do, does on YouTube. But how are you, John? Doing pretty good. I, I'm really honored to be here with you, with this group, by the way. Uh, from the last time I was with you, you guys really made an impact on me. So I'm so happy to be back. Thank you. Yeah, oh, thanks so thank much you. for coming back. And you were our most wow. recent of the guests. Uh, you came on in episode 89. We talked all about 2021 and going back into the parks. And I saw that you've been back to the parks since our discussion as well. Not as much as I'd like to be, but yes, I do. I, I dip my toe back in the pool a little bit and then I get nervous and I run back out just until I can get the vaccine and feel I feel a little more confident. Absolutely. Well, hopefully that's very soon. But I kind of mentioned already bigfatpanda.com, but can you go ahead and plug uh, where people can find you and sort of also what you've been up to and what kind of content you have been bringing out? That is now the the, the, the epicenter of everything. Bigfatpanda.com, the way Matt has imagineerspodcast.com goes everywhere. Uh, but what I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to do something different. I want to do a Disney trivia night. Uh, and I've gone through different softwares because I use StreamYard for my Tuesday 8 p.m. show. But and I was ready to do it, and we were using a software called Kahoot, but we found out that with the delay, it does not work. But it looks like CrowdPur, a little bit more expensive, a little bit more snazzy, is going to work. So when that comes out, hopefully, I will be able to invite you all to a fun Disney trivia night. Maybe I'll do it once a month if I can. I always wanted to be a game show host, so that's my I'm, – I'm trying to make my own dream come true. That sounds like so much fun, uh, and for sure, we would be there in a heartbeat. So uh, I, I – so happy all of you are here. I want to make sure we get to this bracket. People are on the edge of their seats. They don't know what the seating is going to be. And the first thing I have to say is that I did not come up with this bracket. I am going to, to put that on Front Street right now. We have another uh, host of the Front Row Network, Lou Hare, who does all of our brackets for us. We're going to do several brackets with the Front Row Network as we go through March. Um, and he came up with these, and he wanted to make sure that I convey to you what it was about these rides and attractions and why he decided decided to seed them the way that he did. So he said that entries are seeded based on longevity, popularity, according to various Disney blogs and content creators, uh, and the icon factor. So how much people think of this type of a ride or attraction when they think of going to Walt Disney World. We do have 16 attractions in Magic Kingdom, and that might be because Magic Kingdom is the most iconic of the four parks. And then we also have eight attractions in Disney's Hollywood Studios. That might be because it just recently got such a refurbishment and more life has been brought into that park. And then he only did four attractions in uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is tough, by the way. 
And then also only four attractions in all of Epcot. Uh, we do have some play-in games to do as well, but we are going to get right to it. The way that this is going to work, we have five panelists. I am not going to vote. I'm just going to host. And uh, I, they have not seen the seatings yet. They don't know what attractions are where. They probably have some indication of where things might have landed, but we also might have some surprises here. Um, what we're going to do is limit everyone to up to a minute uh, to say what their vote is on a particular attraction or matchup. They don't have to use that whole minute, but they're welcome to if they like. And then whoever gets the majority of votes moves on to the next round. After that, you can whine and complain because I know I do on these bracket shows, but it doesn't matter because that attraction is gone. It no longer exists in Walt Disney World. They're closing it down as we speak, right? Uh, no, this is That's all just- harsh. harsh. That's really harsh. harsh. Oh, I know, yeah. I know. Uh, because we have three guests here, uh, I feel like we should allow you to kind of pick the direction that we go. So I'm going to go to Matthew first. What attractions or what region would you like to focus on? We have two um, Magic Kingdom regions. We have uh, the DAC region, and we also have Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I'm going to switch it up. I know a lot of people would go to Magic Kingdom first, but because I used to work at Animal Kingdom, and I'm really curious if my attraction showed up in the top four, which I'm a little nervous that maybe it didn't, I'll go to Animal Kingdom first. All right, all right. So we are going the one seed versus the four seed. I think pretty obviously you thought that the one seed would be Flight of Passage. So one seed, Flight of Passage, going up against the four seed, Dinosaur. And Matt, because you worked in Animal Kingdom, I'm gonna go to you first for your decision. Oh, well, I, I can already tell you my, di my, my wife would pick Dinosaur because it's her favorite attraction, but just because it is the new shiny object at Disney's Animal Kingdom, I'll have to go with Flight of Passage. I think as a whole, it is one of the most in, uh, technologically advanced attractions at Walt Disney World. It is a thrill. It leaves you and many guests crying at the end. It's emotional. It's beautiful. It has so many incredible effects. And for me, it is one of the must-dos at Walt Disney World, period. So I will say Flight of Passage. All right. Vanessa, we'll go to you next. What is your pick? Well, um, I, I don't really love either ride. Uh, I've not <laughs> ridden Flight of Passage because uh, of motion sickness, and I'm a little scared. I and get motion sickness too. You should do it. I, I know you say that, Matthew, but I'm just a little worried about it. And then <laughs> Dinosaur, it, I would used to love it, but then I wrote Indiana Jones in Disneyland. And now when I write Dinosaur, it makes me sad that I'm not in Disneyland. And everyone's nodding, so I know I'm right. So um, <laughs> I guess I will go with Flight of Passage because I don't know what it's like, but I, I hear good things. All right, Justin, we'll go to you next. Although I love Cinderella's, this is not her time to dance. Uh, I'm definitely going to go with Flight of Passage. Uh, <laughs> right. With that, I mean, it's it's one of the biggest staples to a Disney vacation is to ride Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom. Let, with that said, though, let me give dinosaurs props. Uh, it is a attraction that has withstood time for me. Uh, I think that it has a lot of hidden gems. I drive my family crazy pointing to the uh, the throwbacks to McDonald's, you know, with the old uh, with them sponsoring it back in the day. My wife tells me if I tell her one more time what those pipes mean, she's going to kick me out of our vacations. <laughs> and so, uh, but I'm going to go with Flight of Passage as well. Oh, fantastic. Brett, your vote doesn't really count too much, <laughs> but what's your vote here, Flight of Passage or Dinosaur? Flight of Passage. It oh, has the whoosh factor and the takes your breath away and the gorgeous factor and isn't this inspirational and may i please get my stomach back thank you <laughs> so 
<laughs> All right, John, uh, what would your vote be for uh, either Flight of Passage or Dinosaur? I like the whoosh factor, Brett. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny because originally, before I thought it out, I was going to say Dinosaur just because I remember when it first opened how much I loved it, and I really felt like I went somewhere and saw dinosaurs, and I still, to this day, love loss of traction and get nervous, like I'm not going to outrun the thing. But... Flight of Passage. I, you know, who, I forgot who said that people cry. Matt, was that you coming off? That was it? me. Yeah. I did tear up on it because I felt like this fat guy flew. I feel like I flew. I was like, this is as close as I'm getting to being a bird. So yeah, I'm going with Flight of Passage. It was an ex an absolute experience, and it doesn't get lower every time you ride it. It still maintains an amazing experience. And with that, dinosaur is extinct from this bracket. It is gone. <laughs> And here we go into our two and three seed. Again, I, uh, I think this might make you happy, Matthew. Uh, the two seed, Expedition Everest versus the three seed, Kilimanjaro Safaris. And so we're going to go with Brett first. Uh, what is your vote between those two? Uh, this counts into your minute. I'm just letting you okay. know. Okay, <laughs> okay. Thank you. I will say Kilimanjaro Safaris just because I love them both. Okay, just because, you know, there's nothing. I've, I've gone on early morning safaris where the mist is rising and I feel that I have been transported to uh, the safari areas of Africa and I, in fact, am on a safari. And, you know, and you get to see, you get to see giraffes, you know, like, really 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 close and anyway and you it's 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 a classic unfortunately this last time that i went every time the the uh the tour guide uh stopped we we were taking pictures we were taking pictures of not the backside of water but the backside of nature so that was not so great but you know that's okay so kilimanjaro safaris absolutely all right that's one vote for the three seed to upset the two seed john you're next what do you think uh, I love Expedition Everest, and that should shut off. Sorry. I, I thought I had it on silent. Uh, what I think with Expedition Everest is with the Yeti not working, it upsets me because I'm old enough to remember how awesome it was when he did his thing. But in any event, going back to your, what was it? Po longevity, popularity, icon. Yeah, icon status. Right, yes. icon status. There's no way I can overlook this, the Kilimanjaro safaris. The fact that it's different every time you go on it. And Brett, going back to your thing, I've had uh, safaris where that's all I've seen. And it was a, a joke that we only saw the back of every single animal. So uh, <laughs> it's still, it's different every time I'm going with the safari. All right, all right. You know. Matthew, I have a, a hard time figuring out where I should place you in this voting order because uh, I think I have a premonition of where your vote might be, but go ahead. Uh, we'll let you go next. <laughs> yeah, I have an unfair uh, vote here since I used to work at Kilimanjaro Safaris. I will say that I've also been backstage at Everest and have a sincere appreciation and love for Expedition Everest. But all that being said, Keeping taking off my former cast member hat, I'm still going to give the vote to Kilimanjaro Safaris for a few reasons. One, accessibility. Everyone can do it. Uh, two, it has the dynamic live factor. It's different every time, which John mentioned. Three, it is the largest attraction. It is larger than the Magic Kingdom as a whole and also the most expensive. Um, four, a huge hourly ride capacity that so many people can enjoy at once. 
And I'll also just say that from a storyline perspective and the as the rich details that you can imagine and feel like you're in the middle of an African uh, reserve and it, it's just an incredible experience. So I think Walt would have been proud and would have loved it and done it a lot. And it is high on my list. So I will put that as my pick. So uh, this match actually is decided for the underdog, but we need to get some votes still. Justin, would you have picked, or what would you pick between Expedition Everest and Kilimanjaro Safaris? This Well, you made it easy on me. When I like going later, this makes voting easy when it's like this. Uh, I'm going to go with the Safari because it is the entire idea of Animal Kingdom. Revolves around that one attraction. Um, now I'm going to grandstand and take my other 35 seconds to tell everyone right now, if you have not done it, do the Wild Africa Trek, because that is an amazing experience uh, to where you really get behind the scenes of that amazing attraction. So next time you're there, which my little ones finally ate, and once they can uh, reopen uh, tours we're going to do, go do the Wild Africa Trek. Just don't do it in August. No, no, no. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm used to the heat. Let's do this. I'm, I'm ready to roll. <laughs> and batting cleanup this time, Vanessa, what's your thought? The safari. And it's because nuts. when I... When I <laughs> not nuts when i wrote it there were two elephants and they were linking their trunks like this you can't Aww. see that on an everest mountain of danger so <laughs> safari all right all right i will say that i absolutely love expedition everest it's sad to see it leave the tournament so early um that must have just had a bad night i guess you know the uh the feeling there's certain tactile feelings you get only at walt disney world and these two have heard this over and over again but you three i haven't annoyed you with this yet so when you're going backwards down everest your stomach feels this certain drop and it literally is the only time in the world you ever feel that particular kind of a drop. And I love it. Uh, some people probably hate it for that, but I'm just like, oh my gosh, that that to me is like, you are in Disney World and uh, it's just yes. wonderful. So so love Expedition Hold on, Everest, Craig, but Craig, it is I have, out of the tournament. What's that? Can I, I just have to ask you about that backwards thing. For me, it does feel like I'm going to get to this point of no return of something horrible and that's when it immediately stops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, is exactly. that the same for you? Okay. It's like it's timed perfectly. And also, uh, I love that they almost it it has to be on the same system. Um, but it does seem almost a little random when they drop you backwards. So there's sometimes where you're like, Oh, my goodness, I've been up here for a while. Is this <laughs> is this thing working? And then that's when they drop you back. I absolutely love that ride. So uh, now we're going to go to because Justin made a point of mentioning that I've went to him last a couple of times. Justin, what area would you like to go into? Would you like to do Epcot? Uh, would you like to do Hollywood Studios? Or would you like to jump over to the Magic Kingdom? I'm going to go with my favorite park, and that is Epcot. All right, all right. Keeping in the same region. So this will be in the same region in the Sweet 16 and in the Elite 8 as uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. So it works out really well. There is a play-in matchup, and I need to remind the listeners who are going to yell right now that I did not make this bracket. Because this is the one where I said, I, I actually immediately texted Lou and I said, what in the world are you doing here? So the four seed play in matchup is between the Grand Fiesta Tour and Spaceship Earth. That is the four seed. So we're going to do this play in matchup first. Maybe we could get through these votes a little quick if you'd like. Uh, but Justin, we'll let you go first. Grand Fiesta Tour versus Spaceship Earth. This should be an absolutely no-brainer. Uh, we're going to go with the icon. We're going to go with the story of the history of, uh, of, of, of the world, 
Spaceship Earth. I mean, come on, really? This is not even Look, I love Donald and I love the Grand Fiesta Tour and I love smelling that delicious Mexican food as I go by in my uh, my boat. But this is a no-brainer. Spaceship Earth, of course. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Matthew, your thoughts on this plan? This is easy. It's Spaceship Earth for sure. Uh, it's the park icon and it's one of the most just enjoyable attractions at the park. I already predict what the next two are going to be. And I'm just curious why, if there's a boat ride that's being mentioned, Living with the Land isn't on there. It's the longest running boat ride at the park and probably my favorite. And uh, the other one was, I forgot the other one I was going to think of. But I already know the next two. But yeah, I'm going to say Space... Maybe I don't. I, I had no idea Grand Fiesta Tour was going to be on there, but definitely Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I feel like I need to give you all Lou's number. And so he can just get <laughs> random area codes from around the country uh, just saying, what in the world is this? Okay. Uh, John, we'll go to you next in this play-in matchup. What do you think? Definitely Spaceship Earth. I love Fiesta right. Tour, but Spaceship Earth. All right. Vanessa? Spaceship Earth, Jose Panchito, Donald, they're cardboard cutouts right now. They're not even there anymore. <laughs> Brett, uh, can you round us out on this plan? Uh, Spaceship Earth. All right. Now yes. we'll go immediately into uh, the 1-4 matchup, uh, which will lead us off now. So it's Soren versus Spaceship Earth. And we'll go to Justin first on this one as well. Ooh, this gets tougher for me. Uh... I'm going to stick with the icon of the park and go Spaceship Earth, moving on uh, from the fourth seed. I love Soren. I, uh, everything from the pre-show to going uh, uh, flying over. Look, half of the smells in our house come from Soren because I ordered those amazing candles and those amazing scents. But Spaceship Earth just holds a special part. I think it's a, uh, more of a, for me as a kid, riding Spaceship Earth with my family, and it was part of my childhood and growing up in the parks and so for me, Spaceship Earth is definitely needs to move on. I don't think you can kick an icon out this early. All right, Brett, you're up. Uh, well, okay. Uh, if it were, if it's the present Soren, I will say uh, I would prefer Soren over California. And uh, but so I will say uh, Spaceship Earth. I will say because everyone's talking about smelling and living in the smelling world. I do not live in the smelling world. I have no sense of smell. So I feel that I miss out on a number of experiences at, at Walt Disney World, both Soren and uh, Spaceship Earth because of Rome. I hear Rome burns and other things too. But anyway, smelling world aside, I will say Spaceship Earth. All right. All right. You know, uh, we are just now dabbling into Diz Twitter. Um, you can find us on Beyond Mouse. We just started a Twitter account. And I've heard that there's a lot of differing opinions out there amongst Disney fans. But all of you have voted the same way on all of these matchups so far. Is this going to hold true? Vanessa, what's your vote? Well, Soren makes me very ill. So much so that I have a favorite toilet in the land pavilion. Um, so I cannot vote for Soren. Uh, for all that it has done to me. Uh, so I will vote again for Spaceship Earth. All right. All right, Matthew, your thoughts. Uh, I'll get on my soapbox again for a second. If it were living with the land versus Spaceship Earth, I would have a hard time deciding, but <laughs> sticking with the land pavilion. But I think that there's, it's hard to, just like everyone else has said, uh, it's hard to compete against Spaceship Earth at Epcot. And Soren is a, an incredible attraction that, I mean, since it opened at Epcot in 2005 and California Adventure in 2001, it's obviously won over so many hearts. And it's something that my family always does. We love to do. But uh, 
again, Spaceship Earth has a longevity. It is the, when we think of icons, the icon status at Epcot. So yeah, I have to continue to move Spaceship Earth forward. All right, John, you're going to go first next, but you're going last this time. What do you think? Definitely going with Spaceship Earth. I think All the right. conveyance system and the burning of Rome tastes like mis- smells like tastes like mesquite chicken to me. So think of mesquite the next time you go in there. That's that smell. It's true. Okay. okay. Brett, that All can right. be a, that can be a blessing or a curse though at Disney sometimes with that smell. <laughs> so it's okay. That is true. Well, I was just yeah. listening to a, a previous Disney Dads episode where you're talking about maybe wanting that social distancing uh, to stay in place, right? I wouldn't so... mind it. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> and and we, uh, we cannot forget the, the therapeutic uh, aspect of Spaceship Earth because the ride down does great things for your back when you've been compressed walking all day. Yes, you're right. You're right. You uh, Soren for therapy. Soren launches out of the number one seed and they're sitting home uh, for the rest of this uh, tournament. The next matchup is going to go to John first, the number two seed test track and the number three seed frozen ever after. Okay. I'm definitely going with test track. Uh, I like the length of the ride. I like the different styles of it as you're, as you're going. I even like the whole new version, even though it feels kind of Tronish. And I do love Frozen Ever After, but not as much. I think it's, it's too fast of a ride. So I'm still going to go with Test Track, especially for icon purposes of Epcot. All right, Vanessa, you're up. Okay, so um, I haven't ridden uh, Test Track, but I did ride the Cars Land ride, and I hear they're very similar. So if it was the Cars Land, Brett says no, but that is what you told me when we were there. I was rewind the tapes. But um, But Vanessa, you can ride Test Track. It's not a motion sickness thing at all. Radiator Springs Racers actually gets me more motion sick than Test Track. Really? I I have to second that, yeah. Okay, well, um, so I'm not going to vote for Test Track. I'm going to vote for frozen um and also has that backwards whoosh factor fred looking for your vote here the whoosh factor it's like this so that's why i'm voting for frozen and now i've got to go to the dad with a young child a young daughter to say is it test track or is it frozen ever after well this this is easy for me if i did not vote for my daughter's favorite attraction since she was three in Epcot, then she would banish me. And her favorite attraction is Test Track. So Test Track gets my vote. Uh, Starting at the age of three, she started riding it hands up, hitting 64.7 miles per hour going around the curves. Uh, So for me, Test Track takes it frozen. We just talked about this on an episode not too long ago, though. I think uh, Imagineering did such a good job with Frozen and taking an already established attraction with Maelstrom and then implementing uh, this story into there. I really think they did a great job. So, but Test Track's got to get my vote. All right, Brett, are you going to tie it up or are you going to give the win to Test Track? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, everything is wonderful at Walt Disney World. Um, but I'm thinking that the last time that GM forked over some money for uh, the the redo of, of Test Track, it, the pockets weren't nearly as deep. Uh, and honestly, the Imagineers were a little lacking in that. I think that has to do with money. But anyway, so, and I'm, and so I'm voting for Frozen Ever After because um, I know that Maelstrom had its fans. I was not one of them. However, um, Frozen is such a wonderful overlay from, I mean, from the queue on. And 
you know, and you know, let it go and you whoosh back. Oh my going. That was good. I love those whooshes. You know, you know, and you know, and the, it was kind of the first time we get to see new uh, audio animatronic um, technology with the face uh, face projections. And their arms are so teeny. How do they make them move? You know, that's my like, question, like, Brett. When know? I see Elsa do her arm thing, I'm like, how is this achieved? You know, it's <laughs> magic. So anyway, well, yeah. I'll tell so you what. There's been an awful lot of Imagineer talk during this round, and it makes sense. It'll be settled by the Imagineer podcast. Matt, what is? What are you? Where are you going? Oh, this is tough. I am a fan of both of these attractions, especially considering I also loved Maelstrom and the original Test Track. I do still enjoy the newer versions of the attractions, too. First and Ever After, I think, is potentially better than Maelstrom, which I think a lot of Disney fans, especially Disney historians, will probably be sending me angry emails about. You just but... got canceled, actually. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, I hate to. No, no, no. No. <laughs> No. They're both they're both excellent. Um, I I'm gonna pick Test Track. I, I think uh, the history of it first of all it does date back a little bit longer. Well, technically Maelstrom goes back farther than Test Track, but the history of Test Track actually goes back to Bob Gurr in the late 50s. So it is a really longer history than most people realize. And it's I think when you think of Epcot, um, for me it's still one of those attractions that is very high on the list for must dos and Frozen for After is too. But um, just the interactivity, the thrill of the attraction, and although the theming of the first one was really great, I still really like the, the theming of, I think it's a better fit for future worlds, the current theme. So I, I am going to say Test Track. All right. All right. That means by a three to two vote, Test Track moves on to the Sweet 16. Where now do we're I get out of this place? John. <laughs> so. We're going to go over to John, who's going to pick which region we're going to go to next. Uh, remember that there's eight seeds and there's eight um, attractions in the DHS region. And then there's actually 16 over in Magic Kingdom. What would you like to do first? Okay, I would go to Magic Kingdom, but let's save that for last. So let's go okay. over to Hollywood All Studios. Right. All right. So I'll also have you vote first in this first matchup. The one seed, Rock and Roller Coaster, versus the eight seed, Runaway Railway. Okay, uh... You know, I'm not going with longevity. Longevity is in what I think might last longer. I have to go with Runaway Railway. I love Rock and Roller Coaster. I love Aerosmith, but I don't think it's going to last as far as the theming of it. But I am blown away with the technology on Runaway Railway and how it has a repeat value based on where you sit. I can ride it over and over and still have the same big jerky smile. So Runaway Railway for me for that. All right, we go to Matthew next. I have not done Runaway Railway yet, unfortunately. By the time the park's closed and living here in New York, it's it's a little hard to get to Florida nowadays. But not even having done Runaway Railway, despite loving Rock and Roller Coaster, I am going to agree with John and go with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I think it's the full package from everything I've seen and read. I think that it is going to last and will become an iconic attraction at the park if it's not there already. So yes, that for me. And it's got Mickey and Minnie. So they they have to help bring this one over the edge. That's the that's my pick. They all know this, but we would not be good podcasters if we didn't shamelessly plug our own content. You can find our interview with Kevin Rafferty on episode 82. Uh, and Kevin actually just announced his retirement. So best wishes. Uh, certainly what Runaway Railway is a great project to go out on. Justin, we're going to go to you. You have done both of these and you've done uh, Runaway Railway a couple of times, I believe, correct? Oh, many, many so times. what do you yeah. think? Yeah. Um, so we're going to have to make it a stretch. No, a super stretch. 
But you all can go to the party. I'm hanging back and staying with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. For me, this is the best attraction put into Walt Disney World in the past decade. It is fun for all ages. Uh, it, it, the first time I wrote it, I wanted to dislike it just because it replaced something that I loved and it was a part of my childhood. But afterwards, I was all, sm- I was, I was all smiles and bought the socks at the, you know, as I exited there at the shop. The socks and the, uh, the Christmas ornament, which are two random things. So for me, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has to move on. Okay. Okay. Wow. An eight seed taken on a one seed, probably a questionable one seed. I think we could all admit that because our two seed probably should have been a one seed. That's a little bit of foreshadowing for you all. So Brett, tell us what would you have voted for between rock and roller coaster and runaway railway? Uh, uh, runaway railway. Definitely. Um, that sounds well, real confident. No, definitely. <laughs> no. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. Okay. <clears throat> I was just, okay. Mm. Uh, no, I, I just was, I was there. I was at Walt Disney World and I, it was, it still, it makes me speechless because I enjoyed it so much. You know, I mean, I had my mask on, but I'm like going, had my mask, if anyone be able to see, you know, what was behind my mask, my ma- my mouth was like this the whole time with a big smile on my face because it was so enjoyable. And you can even watch YouTube videos and you will be surprised. You will be surprised on, you know, surprises, shall we say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know, we know. Anyway, uh, and if, anyway, so it was so good. And, and, and John, as you said, um, because we spoke right before I went, you know, I hadn't told them yet that I was going and, you know, it was still a little iffy, but anyway, but you were saying multiple rides, it's, it's, different every single time and where you are in the Mm -hmm. where you are you know you might end up you might be in one cart here and when you're in a line you know you're like right next to goofy and then the other time you're back or if you start you know in the back and then you end up i'm right here with goofy oh my gosh this is so good so and you definitely see different different things too yeah yeah for sure vanessa because we had kevin because i'm gonna cut you off from your minutes sir you were encroaching in my 60 seconds Please. Yeah, you're encroaching on Vanessa's time. Let the lady speak, Brett. <laughs> okay, so I haven't ridden either ride, which makes me very sad because when I know, I know, when I was a teen, I was a huge Aerosmith fan. I used to ask my mom if Steven Tyler could possibly be my real father. So I stand outside Rock and Roller Coaster going, Papa, but um, he's not, but sadly. But instead, I'll uh, vote for the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway because uh, it looks wonderful well and you know uh have you ridden anything in disney world i just you know um craig uh you really want to he's written a lot at disneyland (laughs) you all know you all know i love a good dad joke and a good pun so this is a deep cuts for you disney fans in a shocker the number one seed rock and roller coaster is eliminated from this bracket and runaway railway will move on uh, now, we're actually going to go down to the number two seed and do the two seven matchup, which is going to be Rise of the Resistance as the two seed and Toy Story Midway Mania, or st- sorry, Toy Story Mania now. I think they dropped the Midway uh, f- as the seven seed. So we're going to go to Vanessa first because you were last, last time. Okay. Um, so, no surprise, I have not ridden uh, the. <laughs> The Star Wars, what's it called again? Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance. I, I haven't ridden it. We haven't been, Craig. Don't even act like you've ridden it because I know oh, you I know. haven't. But, I've ridden um, it in my dreams. 
Exactly. <laughs> Me too. And I would write that one. So um, the, I'm going to vote for that. Also, because on Toy Story, I wrote it and I got stuck and my finger hurt and my shoulder hurt after. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know why everyone's so crazy about this. I had to bring my own sandwich and eat it on the ride. Anyway, <laughs> so that's why Star Wars all the way. All right. All right. Uh, John, we'll go to you next. What do you think between Rise of the Resistance and Toy Story Mania? I never liked Toy Story Mania. I just thought it was a big video game. And I'm very much into the physical sets, except for Flight of Passage, I just think is amazing. I, I just was like, no, I don't know. I don't. I think it's overrated. But Rise of the Resistance, and, and again, I love Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is the same type of ride technology. Rise of the Resistance is also fantastic and just an amazing experience from beginning to end. You feel like you left the planet and returned. So I'm definitely going with Rise of the Resistance. All right. We won't tell Kevin Rafferty you didn't like his ride. So we won't pass that did along. Not. Right? Uh, Brett, <laughs> you're up next. What do you think? Well, I was checking my guidebook here. Um, and in fact, you were correct because Toy Story Mania, exclamation point. Uh, I think, so, yeah, they dropped, they got rid of the midway some, for some yep, reason. So, um, so I'm going to drop it too. Um, <laughs> even though, no, even though I, I wrote it and got a toy for your, for your son there, um, you know, which is, yeah, I was happy to do that. Um, Rise of the Resistance is a game changer. It is a, such an immersive experience that um, I'm having a hard time. I'm having lots of anxiety thinking of the number one and number two seed already. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. Rise of the Resistance. And you know, if you can get if you can get in there, you'll have a good time. You know, there's it's a little bit of a challenge of getting your boarding pass. But um, I got it four out of six times this last time. But mm -hmm. All right. Well, Justin, West, uh, the decision has been made, but wh where would your vote have gone? Toy Story Mania is amazing. Okay. First off, anytime I can crush my young child in a game at Disney, I am all for it. Uh, it makes me happy. Um, but I think Rise of Resistance is the future of attractions at the Disney parks. I, I just, the technology, and when I finally was able to do it after many trips to the parks, uh, once I was sitting there and no longer had to give the evil scowl at people eating at, uh, at, at Woody's Toy Box and, and they get the, the boarding pass and I don't. And then when I finally got it and did it, I thought, this is amazing. It's such an immersive attraction that lasts much longer than people would think if you have not done it. Um, the fact that the queue is immersive as well. So for me, it's a no-brainer, Rise of Resistance. All right. Thank you, Matthew. Your cleanup on this one. Easy choice. I also love Toy Story Mania. Justin called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway the best attraction at Walt Disney World in a decade. I haven't done it yet, so I don't know. But I would say for me, it would be Rise of the Resistance. The best way I can sum up Rise of the Resistance, it is our generation's haunted mansion. All together, the full package and immersive storytelling, incredible special effects. Just you don't know when the ride starts and when it ends. It, it's it blows my mind. I've I've been lucky enough to attempt the boarding group twice and gotten it both times, and it has been incredible to experience. I cannot wait to get back, so much so that I have intentionally booked three out of six days in my next trip for Hollywood Studios first just to try to get it, and I was tempted to do all six days to try to get a boarding group, and if I get all three days, I'll be thrilled. 
you want more, I did a whole hour long podcast episode about why it's incredible. So you should check it out. But yeah, Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Brett actually booked his uh, while he was sitting at the airport in St. Louis. So you'll hear about that. Actually, uh, you would have heard about that at this point already uh, in a trip review that we dropped. Um, So now I'm going to go to the four five seed in the DHS region. Four seed, Tower of Terror, fifth seed, Slinky Dog Dash. We're going to go to Justin first. What do you think? Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, this is bad. Oh, this is this is like choosing between your two favorite people. Um, for me, I look. I oh, okay. I am gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the new icon, and that's Tower of Terror. Ever since the the hat is gone now, uh, and the reason for it is, I think Slinky Dog is the best family coaster at Disney World. It's a lot of fun. I hate waiting in the sun for an hour for it. That's my only downfall with it is if it's really hot and you're staying outside. But Tower of Terror, the storytelling, the imagineering of it, the experience itself, everything about that attraction makes me want to come back for more each and every time. If I don't do that to a day to Hollywood Studios, it's not a successful day. So that has to move on. All right. All right. Matthew, you're next. Yeah, I would describe Slinky Dog Dash as a fun family experience and Tower of Terror as an iconic Disney attraction. Slinky Dog Dash is the only one of the two that I can do, to Vanessa's point about motion sickness. I can do Slinky Dog Dash. I cannot do Tower of Terror, which saddens me deeply because it is such an incredible experience. And the Imagineering, the storytelling, the creativity, the environment and the feeling, I know it was high on the list for our Halloween discussion and it is high on this list here as well. It definitely is the one that goes through for me. All right, Panda, what you got? Love Slinky Dog Dash. As a matter of fact, I I think it's a little bit higher than a family coaster. Mm -hmm. Everybody I tell it's a family coaster, they're like, no, that was more intense than they thought. But uh, Tower of Terror is just an amazing, iconic. I still get the uh, butterflies going on it, so I'm gonna go with Tower of Terror for sure. All right, all right, uh, Vanessa, you're up next. So it's been decided, but what would you like? I, uh, yeah, I will go with Tower of Terror. I will never write it again. I had uh, one of the most traumatic writing experiences ever. Writing uh, the uh, Guardians-themed version it's just is awful. Uh, but, and I did write Slinky. I liked it, but I just, when I think of icons, I have to go with Tower of Terror and, and we can watch the people at the top as they're, as they're dropped. So there's some joy in that as an <laughs> we, outside person. You know, after right? this, uh, episode, we really might have to do like a therapeutic episode for you as like, why, you know, why is it that you love Disney so much here, Vanessa? <laughs> I feel bad going well, through all these attractions. I mean, I uh, can Brett. ride Jungle Cruise over and over again. So oh, we that's, talk true. About that. that's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. You weren't on the boat that sank? I, I wasn't. Oh, but okay. I would have loved it. It would have been so fun. <laughs> we would have made Brett. the best of it. <laughs> Brett, what do you uh, think? Slinky Dog Dash. I, I, that is not my answer. But Slinky Dog Dash... Um, <laughs> If you ride in the back, which is what I did the first time, it, it there's a lot of whoosh in that and <laughs> a lot of stomach whoosh. And I'm like, wow. And then I rode in front and I'm like going, oh, this is a lovely family roller coaster. <laughs> so so placement is key there. Um, yes. But I would, of course, would have to go with, um, yeah, with the t- Tower of Terror. I mean, right. it's so well done. And I never get my minute. No, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. 
I've all right, all right. We're going to move on to the last round in the uh, opening round of the uh, DHS region, and that is the number three seed Star Tours versus the number six seed Smuggler's Run. I will tell you that I think that I found Lou's logic here because it does seem like he's putting all the Star Wars uh, attractions up against each other before we get to the championship round of DHS, which might be a good idea. So, uh, Panda, we're going to go to you first. All right, I, I love Star Tours. I can't see how in the world it could compare to Smuggler's Run, though. <laughs> just the uh, just the, the pre-show and all that stuff. I definitely have to go to the experience of Smuggler's Run, even the interactivity of it. Yeah, Smuggler's Run for me, for sure. All right. All right, Brett, you're up next. Uh, Thank you, Brett. If, next. If you're talking, oh, sure. if you're talking about Star, tour, Star Tours, I mean... It, and going to Disneyland for just a second, Craig, this is for you. Um, the whoosh, sorry again, it's the whoosh again. No, when you jump to light speed, which is in fact a whoosh, the jump to light speed at Disneyland is so much better than the one in Florida. And so therefore it's out. Um, so since we're talking Walt Disney World and Disney Hollywood Studios, um, I would definitely say Smuggler's Run because the first time you get to be an engineer and you get to jump to light speed. <laughs> Attention, Millennium Falcon. Hundo here. It's not the engineer that controls the jump to light speed. It's the pilot that controls the jump to light speed. Now, back to your regular podcast programming. You grab hold of that handle that Han Solo has touched, and you know that you're going to light speed when you go to light speed. Ah, it is a feeling like no other. All right, Justin. Uh, this one's Oosh. easy for me. Smugglers Run. Uh, interactivity is is incredible whenever you have an entire family there and you can, you know, take your parts and you get your boarding card and you're like, yes, I'm the, you know, I'm I'm the engineer, I'm the, you know, the gunner. Um, for me, it's a no-brainer. I, I I love Star Tours. It does hold a special place in my heart because I've been doing it for what feels like eternity now. Um, but it's hard to compete with the graphics and everything that Smugglers has. So Smugglers for sure. All right. All right. I believe it's Matthew next. I just want to start by saying, Brett, you need to start creating a whoosh scale for attractions <laughs> and, and you can rate them. Yeah. And, and make it a whole, a whole series. I think that'd be really thing. enjoyable. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'll sum it up by saying if, if I called rise of the resistance, our generation's haunted mansion and smugglers run is our generations or the new generation star tours. I feel like our generation is, is star tours, but um, yeah, it, for every, all the reasons everyone has said so far, I think it, it's got the everything star tour hats and then some. So uh, plus the, the queue experience could almost supersede the experience of the actual attraction. So getting to walk around the Millennium Falcon and that the first time you round that corner and the sounds and the, the it's, it's just amazing. Vanessa, you round us out. Star Tours is another trauma for me uh, and for <laughs> our friend Erica. <laughs> Um, in oh, Disneyland, sorry, I know this is, I don't know why we're bringing up all these past experiences, but, um, so I will go with, uh, Smuggler's Run, which I haven't ridden, but neither of you, Craig, so hush. All right. All right. Now we're going to go over to Magic Kingdom. I will say, um, that, you know, 
you all are so amazing at speaking about these attractions, but we are uh, already heading towards uh, 45 minutes of talking about these, and we haven't gotten through half of the bracket in the first round. So just think about that when you start thinking about your answers. I will also tell you, I normally break this uh, in the uh, second round of the bracket, but our Sweet 16 is going to be lightning uh, round, so you're not going to be able to talk about the attraction. You're just going to say your answer. Brett, I really want you to understand that. You're not going to be able to talk about the attraction. <laughs> you're just going to answer in the second round. However, we are going to do Magic Kingdom, and we're going to get through this. Uh, so the number one, actually, there is a play-in in the Magic Kingdom uh, round for the 16th seed, Country Bears Jamboree or the Enchanted Tiki Room. Those are buying for the 16th seed. We're going to go to Vanessa first, only based on her facial reaction. Oh, oh okay. Oh, this is so tough because one has a great theme song and the other one has a country song I love. Um, I will go with the... Ooh, Country Bear Jamboree, because uh, it's from my roots. I'm from the woods, y'all. And I used to ride a donkey as a child. So I'm going to go with my roots on this one, Country Bear Jamboree. All right, Matt. They're both Walt classics, although Walt didn't get to see Country Bear Jamboree. is one of the last that he developed. I am going to pick Enchanted Tiki Room. I think if I were to take a bet as to the one that will last longer, it will be Enchanted Tiki Room. All right, Justin. Tiki Room, historical significance in the parks. What did you say? I'm sorry. Historical significance in the parks. Tiki okay. Room. It plays such a huge part in uh, audio animatronics for, for generations to come. All right. Brett. Enchanted Tiki Room. All right. And Panda. Enchanted Tiki Room. Okay. So what that does is it brings Enchanted Tiki Room to the number 16 seed. It will go up against the number one seed in the Magic Kingdom, which is Space Mountain. So Space Mountain against the Enchanted Tiki Room. And I'm going to go to John first. Space Mountain versus the Enchanted Tiki Room. Uh, and we're going for longevity, iconic. And what was the other one? Uh, longevity, icon, icon status, and popularity. Oh, you know, that, this is hard. Uh, Space Mountain wins there. All right. All right. Uh, we'll go to Vanessa next. Uh, so I've been picking based on just what I like. Uh, but for, for this one, I, I even though I do really like the Enchanted Tiki Room, I will go with Space Mountain. I don't ride it really much anymore, but I remember riding it as a kid and it just being so amazing to me. So Space Mountain wins. All right. Space Mountain with two votes. Matthew. As much as I want to see Tiki Room come through, I have to say Space Mountain. It, it really hurts to get rid of Enchanted Tiki Room, but it, it I, I think most people would agree the popularity and iconic status of Space Mountain will last probably beyond Enchanted Tiki Room. That's exactly it's a how I felt. for a reason, you know, and um, this is probably for Justin in his neck of the woods, but some one seeds you hate like Duke, but you know, uh, oh. definitely one seeds like Space Mountain you can enjoy. So Justin, you're up next. Uh, I'm going to go Space Mountain. It's it's iconic skyline of the Magic Kingdom. Hopefully it's not overthrown by Tron, uh, you know, once it's done. It's something when you talk to someone who's new to Disney, the first thing they say is, I want to ride Space Mountain. They don't say, I want to ride the Tiki or go to the Tiki room, which I wish they would, but Space Mountain wins out. All right, Brett, any final thoughts on this matchup? Enchanted Tiki Room. Okay, one vote for the Tiki Room. Nice. All right, we're going to go down to the two versus the 15 seed. This is where some magic happens sometimes. This is where Cinderella's can be born. So the two seed is Pirates of the Caribbean, and the 15 seed is It's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, the Carousel of Progress. Justin, based on that reaction, I got to go to you first. 
Oh, you're killing me on this one. Oh, I think one of the most iconic songs ever written uh, with Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. I love it. I love every second of it. Oh, but look, once again, when you talk to people who, who were going to the parks, they say, I got to go ride Pirates. And if you're talking, if we're doing it based on these three criteria, I think Pirates has to move on. All right, Vanessa, you also had a guttural reaction to this. So let's go to you. I love both, but Pirates is the one that I make sure that I, I ride every time. Uh, and sometimes I miss Carousel. So I'm, I'm going to go with Yo-Ho, Pirates, life for me. Okay, Brett, are you going to keep Carousel Progress alive or are you going to go with Pirates? Well, we know my history. I will do it quickly. We know my history with the Carousel of Progress. It was the first ride, uh, first attraction I went on at Disneyland. Um, and so, um, and, and Pirates of the Caribbean is Pirates of the Caribbean. They're both Walt attractions, but I have to go with Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, okay. Matthew, it's been decided, but what's your thoughts? I'm going with the, the group consensus on Pirates of the Caribbean. It's the full package. Uh, I, Carousel of Progress, obviously iconic. 1964 World's Fair. Walt Disney had his handprints all over that, but he also did with Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's to, to Justin's point, not many people on their first trip to Disney say, I have to do Carousel of Progress. They say, I go to Space Mountain, I go to Pirates of the Caribbean. So, Pirates All right, John, what do you think? Pirates for sure. Although I really do want to hear about Vanessa's horror stories in, uh, you know, uh, Carousel of Progress. I'm sure there's something in there that happened that was just absolutely I, I just, ridiculous. I just got stuck. <laughs> it's all, I just sat there in the dark for a while. I was kidding, but I knew there was something. <laughs> that was great. There's always that was a great. story. The 8-9 matchup. So this is Seven Dwarves Mine Train versus, which is an eight seed, Seven Dwarves Mine Train versus Winnie the Pooh as a nine seed. Uh, we'll go to Matthew first. People don't give the new attraction enough credit. I'm going to say Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Many many of Winnie the Pooh is great. Um, it's not the classic at the park. That was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, um, which it replaced. But uh, I I have to say, like, I'll, I'll wait an hour and a half to do Seven Dwarves Mine Train. It's it's still a really fun, enjoyable family coaster um so i i will give that the vote i don't know 100 percent how old you are but i see you with a a sign outside of mr toads as like a 10 year old saying no no don't take i away I, my I don't toads. i don't protest changes at disney i welcome them but yeah it's, it's <laughs> okay. i i'm glad it's still at disneyland <laughs> good 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 brett we'll go to you next uh seven doors mine okay and then we'll go to uh vanessa I'm not a fan of Winnie the Pooh. First of all, the queue is unsanitary. I don't know why everybody's yes. touching those walls. It's just disgusting. And I, I got to say, that that's before. probably gone after COVID. That's, I said that before the pandemic. I was like, this is disgusting. But um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is a roller coaster I can actually ride and have fun on. So yes, that one. All right. John? Disappointed always in Winnie the Pooh. And if you look at Japan's Winnie the Pooh, you will cry for ours even further. Our pieces of cardboard, I don't like it. Uh, I love Seven Dwarfs Mine Train from beginning. All right, to Justin, what do you think? Gary's thing in Walt Disney World is something Vanessa should be terrified of are the heffalumps. Uh, they <laughs> are absolutely intimidating. Um, so I am happy to see Winnie the Pooh gone. I'm going Seven Dwarfs. Yes, Winnie the Pooh and his little uh, balloon take flight out of the Magic Kingdom. They're gone. Uh, we're going to go to the number seven seed, which happens to be your host's favorite attraction in the park, uh, not to sway anyone, but it's Peter Pan's flight versus the number 10 seed, Under the Sea with Ariel. So uh, we're going to go to Brett first. Oh, gosh. Um, 
Under the sea with Ariel. <gasps> no, it's just because you have. To, it's you, because you, no, it's because, because it's not no me. because because it's not Disneyland's um, Peter Pan's flight. Because it's not Disneyland's. This There's no whoosh in Florida. There's no whoosh in in Florida. Whoosh. All right. Well, let's Take whoosh you right out of here and go to Justin. Although I know your opinion of this ride, I think. <laughs> so. Yes. Uh, Peter Pan's flight. It moves on, of course. Um, for me, I am not a huge Under the Sea with the Little Mermaid. I think it was a bit phoned in with the, uh, you know, when you see Anna and Elsa over in Epcot and then you go there and you're like, oh, you know, it's like almost, uh, you know, a little, little outdated for a new attraction. So for me, iconic. Uh, I want to go soaring above London and uh, I want to be a kid forever. So it fits perfectly with Peter Pan. All right, John. I do hope our Peter Pan gets a little plussing a little love not a not a change at all but nothing beats the flying boat i love peter pan it cannot compare to the little mermaid for me all right matthew i have some things to say to brett no (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll get into a group thread later it's okay we'll just beat up on him it's fine disneyland's pirates of the caribbean is also better than walt disney world and i still i still put pirates forward but um yeah you have to go with walt's favorite which is peter pan's flight Thank you. Thank you. Well, you don't miss your cleanup. Well, I I did. (laughs) I love Under the Sea, but it took me a few trips to to build up that love. And I've always enjoyed Peter Pan. So and and I do agree with you, Brett. Disneyland is where it's at, but Peter Pan has to move forward. All right. Four more matchups in the Magic Kingdom. Our fifth seed, the Jungle Cruise, versus our twelfth seed, Splash Mountain. Vanessa, we gotta go to you first. Okay. Uh, I mean, but come on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I gosh. Okay. In truth, I probably love the thrill of Splash Mountain more, but I can't not vote for Jungle Cruise. It's got get all my favorite jokes, like "Hi, Ina," and "Backside of Water." I mean, come on. It's 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 so funny every time, and it's different Absolutely. every time. Absolutely, John. We're gonna go to you next. I gotta go with Splash Mountain here. Uh, I know it's not as iconic as the Jungle Cruise. And even if they change it, I still think the ride system is going to be better when it's uh, Tiana and, and the Princess and the Frog. So Splash Mountain. All right, Justin, your thoughts? Splash Mountain is my favorite attraction on Walt Disney property. And I do agree it'll be uh, as good or better once they make the change. Um, but I do got to give some love to Jungle Cruise. It has some of my favorite Walt Disney stories when you look at look back at Walt in the parks. Uh, so uh, I know we've talked about it on a couple different episodes, but that's uh, some of the best stories are Walt interacting with the Jungle Cruise. So yeah, really good. All right, but your vote is for Splash Mountain. Just Splash Mountain. Sure. I know it was up in the air. I, that was my way to kind of meander through yeah, and maybe I, you know I, you make it for me. So I thought for a second you visited uh, Oslo or, or Switzerland. Uh, I guess Oslo's in Sweden, right? But you visited uh, Switzerland there for a second. But I, I had to nail you down, Matthew. Your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to say that I'm I'm very excited about the changes to both of these, and I think that they will be even more even better than they already are with the changes i'm i'm very excited for both but uh yeah splash mountain i mean jungle cruise is obviously iconic and attached to walt but i I think he would have personally really enjoyed splash mountain too all right brett splash mountain will go on it will be the 12 seed that upsets the five upsets the five seed which happens in the tournament quite often but what are your thoughts jungle cruise 
All right, Jungle Cruise with two votes. Splash Mountain gets the third vote and moves on. Uh, next, we're going to go to the number three seed, It's a Small World, versus the number 14 seed, the Tomorrow Transit Authority People Mover. So we're going to go to uh, John first. because Oh, I don't now like you, you right when now. When you guys do that, you know that I'm going to go to you. <laughs> John, I oh. feel your pain. Okay, you know what? I have to go with the Wedway People Mover. I love it's a small world. I do, but if I have to, if I have a choice, there's something about the Wedway People Mover that I, it's Disney. I can't not go on it. I can't not do it. I, I don't know. That's what I'm going. Oh with. yeah. And it's so sad that it, I don't believe it's up and running quite yet. Yesterday. Is it? Oh, yesterday. Finally got did. people back on it yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Matthew, you're up. It's a small world. It's one of those attractions. You love it or you hate it. I love it. Um, it it's. It's iconic, I, and I never get tired of the song. But I'm going to go with John and say the Wedway People Mover. Regardless, it's I could ride that thing again and again and again and again, and it never gets old. All right. Vanessa, your thoughts? Well, um, I love the People Mover, and I cannot not ride it uh, when I go. Um, but Small World is like color therapy. And like, I don't have to pay my therapist as much. If I go on small world, it gets me through a, like a good solid four weeks of just being purely happy uh, after writing it. It's so bright and delightful. And I, I, I have to go with small world. The Sherman brothers appreciate you for sure. And now we're going to go to Justin. I, I have to, everything everyone said about the people mover is fantastic. And that's why I'm voting for it to move on. I love the people mover. It's been so depressing. I've been in the parks just about every month since reopening and it's been so depressing to walk by and see it just sitting there. I was just, I wanted to cry. I just, I wanted to walk up and just sit on it, you know, and, and enjoy a, enjoy a, a drink. And, you know, Casey's been open a hot dog or something, but um, it's a small world is, is great. It's, it's iconic. People want to ride it. It has great history with Walt. You know, I don't think we have what we have today without it, but I got to go people mover. All right, Brett, you're up. Uh, it's a small world. Okay. And I wish the two... leaders of the world would ride small world and then the world would be better. Uh, you, you know, you probably are correct uh, for sure. You know, Brett, I've gone to you last twice and I apologize for that. So I'm going to go to you first in this next rep matchup. And that is the number four seed, the haunted mansion versus the number uh, 13 seed mad tea party. So your thoughts. This one's easier. <laughs> so <laughs> the Haunted Mansion. Hello. Yes. All right. All right. We'll go to Matthew next. I have called nothing yet. Our generation's mad tea party. Um, this is no <laughs> contest. It's uh, the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Vanessa? I am not for those spinning cups of doom. It is Haunted Mansion all the way. Justin? Only attraction I've ever been sick on at Disney was the teacups. <laughs> and so I could not care less to see them stay in this uh, this this round. And of course, the Haunted Mansion is iconic. Everyone wants to see the Haunted Mansion, and it's got great history. I love everything about it. So Haunted Mansion. All right. And uh, Panda? The Haunted Mansion, my favorite attraction, will always win. I've ridden the teacups once. I don't like it. I vote for one mug at least, please. And that's it. I can't wait for this Sweet 16 matchup that you just created for yourselves. This is going to be great. All right. Uh, <laughs> the, the next one and the last one in our first round uh, is 
the big Thunder Mountain at the sixth seed and then uh, Goofy's Barnstormer at the <laughs> 11 seed. So we'll go to Justin first. Ooh, you know what? Surprisingly, this isn't that hard. Uh, I'm going to go with Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, it's it's one of the three mountains in, in the Magic Kingdom. But it, Barnstormer's great. I, it Actually, I think Barnstormer is a little more aggressive than even Slinky is. That You come around those turns, and it's a little bit, you know, you're, you're looking at your kid, and you're going, hands up, hands up. And then about three seconds later, you're going, hands down, hands down, you know, and you're freaking out. So um, I, I really like it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Big Thunder. All right, John. I don't understand why anybody waits for Barnstormer because it's over in, I think it's 14 seconds for real. So I don't get it, but Thunder Mountain. All right, Brett. Big Thunder Mountain. Vanessa. There's a story there, but you know, we don't have time. <laughs> Vanessa. Isn't it the wildest ride in the wilderness? In the wilderness. The wildest ride in the wilderness. That's it. Oh, there we go. Go. I love goats. So I'm going I love for goats. Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> We need to isolate just that sound uh, and that needs Make to be a in a future podcast. I love goats. All right, <laughs> Matthew. That could be the name of a podcast. Uh, I'm going to, <laughs> I, I think Barnstormer is is a fun attraction. Um, I, I do enjoy doing it, but obviously growing Tony Baxter's uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And I just wrote down uh, the initials of that and that is BTM, just like Beyond the mouse. I like it. I like it. Now we move into the Sweet 16. Uh, this is going to be rapid fire, and you do not get to say anything about these attractions. You only get to say the word or the name of the attraction you want to move on. Uh, we are going to go back to Dak first to Disney Animal Kingdom. I'm going to go to Matthew, the former cast member. Flight of Passage versus Kilimanjaro Safari. No. <laughs> You're already so breaking funny. my rules. <laughs> Kilimanjaro Safaris. All right. Justin. Safari. All right. Brett. He's frozen. <laughs> uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris. What? Okay. All right. Panda. Kilimanjaro Safaris. This is nuts. Nuts, I tell you, Vanessa. Safari. I know. Madness. Returning back to our Epcot uh, attractions, this is Spaceship Earth versus Test Track. And we'll go to uh, Brett first. Spaceship Earth. All right, Justin. Spaceship Earth. Matthew. Spaceship Earth. Vanessa. Spaceship Earth. And Panda. Spaceship Earth. All right, two sweeps so far, getting into the Elite Eight. Going into the DHS uh, region, we have, if I can read my writing, Runaway Railway versus Tower of Terror. All right, let's go to Panda first. Runaway Railway. That was hard. Vanessa. Runaway Railway. Justin. It's Runaway Railway. Whoa. <laughs> Matthew. Runaway Railway. So much for an icon okay. of the park, huh? <laughs> Brett. Runaway Railway. Whoa. I feel like there's some groupthink going on. Maybe we need to separate and isolate all of you for your voting. I don't know. I, I feel uh, like it's going to get contentious. Ex- it's going to get contentious <laughs> soon. Just wait. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, I think the Magic Kingdom side, when we go there, 
there's going to be some some drama. Some drama and the elite, going the on. elite eight, I think, is going to be yeah. For sure. So now we're going to uh, the Star Wars region, basically. Uh, we're going to go with Smuggler's Run versus Rise of the Resistance, and we'll go to Vanessa first. Rise of the Resistance. All right. And we'll go Justin. Rise of the Resistance. Matthew. Rise of the Resistance. Panda. Rise all the way. And Brett. Rise of the Resistance. All right. Now we jump over to the Magic Kingdom half of the bracket. See, it goes much faster in the uh, getting down to the Elite Eight. We're going to go Space Mountain versus Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Justin, you're going to go first. Space Mountain. All right. Matthew. Space Mountain. Okay. Panda. Seven Dwarves. Woo. All right. A little bit, little bit of a uh, difference there. Brett. Seven Dwarves. Ooh. The deciding vote, Miss Ferguson. Um, uh, seven dwarfs. Hi. Oh. <laughs> that is Uh-oh. so Ooh. surprising. Oh. Yeah, I can't believe this. <laughs> that just happened. Justin, I'm feeling. I am re- feeling. Matthew, you ready to go? Let's let's get out of here, buddy. Justin, <laughs> we're we're in the safe seat with the listeners. I feel. One hundred percent, we are. <laughs> so many people just yelled. <laughs> So many people. Everybody All right. Hates me. <laughs> here was the 16. Here was the match in the in the sweet 16 that I thought for sure you all were gonna have a hard time with. And I think you will. It's Splash Mountain versus the Haunted Mansion. Uh, we're gonna go to Justin first. Hate to do it because it's my favorite attraction, but Haunted Mansion. All right, all right. Maybe you won't have as smart of a time. Matthew's like, what are you talking about? It's easy, Haunted Mansion. All right. All right, we'll go Brett. Haunted Mansion. Okay. Panda. Haunted Mansion. All right. And Vanessa, I went to you last, uh, twice. Sorry about that. Haunted Mansion, of course. Okay. Okay. I thought there might be a little bit more love for Splash Mountain. All right. We're going to go Big Thunder Mountain versus the People Mover. All right. We'll go to Vanessa first. Uh, People Mover. Okay. Matthew. Thunder Mountain. All right, Brett. Thunder Mountain. Panda. Thunder Mountain. Ooh, okay. And Justin. I love you. You made my job so much easier. Thunder Mountain. (laughs) All right. And then uh, the last matchup, which I I will remind you, um, they both start with P. um, And one of them is Craig's favorite. One of them is not Craig's favorite, but not to sway the vote at all. uh, We're going to go to Justin first, Peter Pan versus Pirates. Pirates. All right. uh, We'll go to Panda. I got to go with Peter Pan. It's hard. Thank you. Thank you. Matthew. (laughs) Justin and I, Pirates. All right. Vanessa. Pirates. Oh. Hey, <laughs> do any of your shows need a new co-host? Um, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm shopping around. Brett, you're up. I'd love to. I'd love say to it. help you out there, pirates. Just say it. Just put me out of my misery. 
All right, now we are into the Elite Eight. We can give a little bit more time. We've got through that round. We feel good about it. We can go back to giving a bit more time and explaining our votes uh, as we move into what will go to the final four. So out of the uh, combined Disney's Animal Kingdom Epcot region, we have the Kilimanjaro Safari versus Spaceship Earth. And we're going to go to, again, Matthew first. This is really hard. Uh, really, really tough. Um, at this point, it, it's almost like I could easily be happy with either choice, but um, I'm still going to keep Kilimanjaro Safaris in the running. Uh, as much of an icon as Spaceship Earth is, uh, I think that given enough time, Kilimanjaro Safaris will be up there in iconic statuses as well, and it already is in many ways. Um, but Everything, again, going back to everything I mentioned at the beginning, the dynamic nature of the attraction, the, the live animals, I, I think Walt would have been a huge fan of the attraction. Um, as a cast member, I appreciate everything that goes into it, and uh, I have to push Kilimanjaro Safaris forward. Awesome, awesome. Uh, we'll go to Brett next. Spaceship Earth. All right. Do you have any additional comments on that or save them for later? Uh, my back feels Great. better after writing after writing Spaceship Earth than after writing Kilimanjaro Safaris. Hey, it's whatever, yeah. however you want to vote. Uh, one, one man, one vote. One woman, one vote. You, you got it here. Uh, John, your thoughts. I have to go with Spaceship Earth only because with Kilimanjaro Safaris, I think you kind of know what to expect, even though it's different and it's live. But with Spaceship Earth, you know, when you're first going on it as a kid or whenever, it's that journey into the unknown and what are they going to show me? And I just like the whole Spaceship Earth I got to go with. Vanessa. I will let her know that is Dame Judy Dench that I voted this way, Spaceship Earth when I meet her. Yeah, you'll just text her, right? Uh, you got you got that kind of, Judy. you got that number? <laughs> All right, Justin, pressure's off on you a bit. Yeah, it, it, I love Spaceship Earth, but Kilimanjaro Safari is everything Walt Disney wanted in the Jungle Cruise. And so the fact that now you get to experience that, and like you said, your attraction may be 15 minutes long or maybe a half hour if a... Uh, you know, a, a, a zebra walks in front of your your car and you get to sit on the savanna for a while. So the unexpected nature of it, and uh, like Matthew said, I think it's, give it another 10 years, it'll be in that iconic status of, of uh, attractions at, in any Disney park. Oh, yes. But Spaceship Earth advances to our final four. Unfortunately, after having just a wonderful run against Flights of Passage, the safari goes down like Rome burning uh, to Spaceship Earth. Sorry about that, Matthew. Uh, we'll have to fight. try harder again uh, in the future. But we're going to go to the other uh, Elite Eight matchup out of DHS. This one is tough as well. It is our two newest attractions is Rise of the Resistance versus Runaway Railway. So we're going to go to Brett first. You were just in Disney World. You rode both of these. Oh, this is <laughs> This is it. This is the tough one. <laughs> Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Woo! Coming out strong for that. We're going to go to uh, Panda next. When I think of what I want to run to ride again, I'm going with Vanessa's therapy angle. It's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway makes me happy. Not to say I don't like oh. Rise less, but it does make me happy. And I would probably run to Runaway Railway first. All right. And so you can ride it more times than a day. Yes. There is an epic amount of Imagineering that's gone into both of these properties. So Matthew, I'm going to you. 
If it loses, it'll break my heart more than Kilimanjaro Safaris did. So I, I it's, I'm going to say Rise of the Resistance, and not to pressure anybody, but that's that's easily for me the winner. Um, I haven't done Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, so I'll, I'll have to do it to, and I, and I already get it. Like I do, trust me, I get it. Like I can, I fully immerse myself before even doing it, and I can understand it. But um, I still think all the pieces that went into Rise of the Resistance are so intricate and well woven together into this amazing whole experience so for me that's the winner all right justin what you think i'm with matthew rise of resistance is absolutely incredible but people need to realize that it all started with a mouse and i am going mickey and minis i for me it it just i get so happy every time i i see the cue and i know what's coming ahead of me and it's just so much fun and so although i love rise and it's it's look the technology and it is amazing Mickey and Minnie's for me is, I think, going to be a must-do attraction for families for generations to come. We also didn't mention the song. The song makes you happy, too. It's so great. You know, I'm just going to throw it out there, though. This song about, you know, nothing will stop us now. And then all of a sudden, this pandemic shuts down a park and shuts down. I'm just saying, we're tempting fate maybe a little bit with this song. But Vanessa, you are up. The pressure is off. The eight seed eliminates the two seed and advances to the final four but what would your vote have been runaway railway okay it would have had four votes and that's probably because you asked leslie iwerks a question about runaway railway didn't you on episode 62 again gotta plug our own podcast whenever we have the opportunity to do that so um that sets up uh, by the way that's going to set up for the championship round spaceship earth versus runaway railway so have that in mind here in just a little bit but before we get there we're going to go to the magic kingdom side of the bracket We have Seven Dwarves Mine Train, the shocker uh, out of that beating Space Mountain versus the Haunted Mansion. All right, I'm going to go to Matthew first. Uh, Haunted Mansion. I I have nothing else to say. (laughs) (laughs) The Cinderella run might be over. Is it, Justin? Uh, Listen, Seven Dwarves is great for the minute and 20 seconds that you're on it. Uh, It's fun. Uh, Hi-ho, hi-ho. I'm off to Haunted Mansion. I go. I'll take Haunted Mansion moving along all day, every day. You two really need to do a show together or something. You you seem like you're very connected here. I feel like okay? I've met my brother uh, John. now. Just like, <laughs> oh, I, you know what I mean? I have no idea. This is, this is you know. Exactly. This is, this is great. Mine's are the same. Yep. I just want to know how much colluding there was before this bracket. Uh, we, we're going we to need met. you to turn over your, uh, <laughs> your Instagram and your Facebook threads. Uh, we'll have to see what this is about. Panda, you're up. Haunted Mansion always wins. Always. <laughs> that might be foreshadowing of something. I don't know. Brett, your thoughts? Haunted Mansion. Okay. And Vanessa? Haunted Mansion. All right. That was a quick one. Haunted Mansion moves into the final four. Last spot in our final four will either be Big Thunder Mountain or Pirates of the Caribbean. And I'll go to Vanessa first. Um, well, one I ride and one I don't ride. So Pirates, of course, of the Caribbean. Yes. All right. Go to Brett next. Yo-ho. Pirates of the Caribbean. Justin, what are you thinking? It's got to be Pirates. There's Look, and I'll give Disneyland some love. Disneyland is better. But even in the Magic Kingdom, uh, Pirates is amazing and takes out Big Thunder easily. All right. Matthew? I might pick the queue of Pirates at Walt Disney World over the ride, <laughs> Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> no, it's... Pirates is great. I have to go with Pirates. All right. All right. And then John. I always ride Pirates. I don't always do Thunder, so I got to go with Pirates. 
Whew. So we have some great attractions in our final four. It's really getting down to it here, guys. So uh, here we are out of the now Epcot versus DHS side of the bracket. We have Spaceship Earth versus maybe what will become the newer icon of the park, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. The surprise favorite, uh, the surprise uh, victor out of the Disney's Hollywood Studios side of the bracket. Matthew, we'll go to you first. I was afraid you're going to go to me first. Uh, you all spoke up Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway enough that I'll even put it ahead of Spaceship Earth. Um, Ooh, okay. I, I love Spaceship all right. Earth, but I'll, I'll, I'll push it ahead. All right. Brett Rutherford. I know this one is probably like picking favorites here, isn't it? Sophie's Choice. Uh, no, it all started with a mouse. So Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. There is something in the water in that attraction today. Vanessa, your thoughts? I'm going to follow Matthew's uh, thoughts here and just go with the uh, Runaway Railway. All right, John. Yeah, there's something wondrous and it makes everybody a child. Your eyes just light up, your mouth opens and you Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay. All right. Justin, uh, is it going to be a sweep? We've been waiting for years to get the Fab Five into an attraction in the parks. Now you get an amazing one with Mickey and Minnie's. And uh, look, as much as I love Spaceship Earth, unless it's 15 minutes, I probably am passing by and going to get a delicious margarita at La Cava. So. <laughs> okay. All right. That is a sweep into the championship for the new one of the newest attractions on property, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, that to me is a surprise coming out of this side of the bracket, but let's go over to the Magic Kingdom side. We have the Haunted Mansion versus Pirates of the Caribbean and two very iconic attractions for Imagineering, uh, which is why I'm going to go to Justin first. I'm going to make our Imagineer wait here a little bit. Which two? I'm sorry. Sorry. One more time. You go, to, go to you first. And oh, the two Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, oh what, me first. See, I, I didn't hear you for a reason. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, man, I like, look, I got to go with Haunted Mansion. I I don't think you can, I don't think you can kick Haunted Mansion out of the Magic Kingdom. I think if at any point someone said, you have to keep one attraction at all times in the Magic Kingdom, what's it going to be? Haunted Mansion. Master Gracie speaks. Panda. Justin just said it. He's right. Haunted Mansion. All right, Matthew. If this were Disneyland, my answer would be different. Mm-hmm. But I'll I say agree Haunted with, Mansion. I agree. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe next year. Maybe uh, maybe next year we bring this crew back. Uh, Vanessa. Haunted Mansion. All right. And Brett. But Matthew said exactly. If this were yeah. um, other park base, um, but the Disney World's Haunted Mansion, the Magic Kingdom uh, Haunted Mansion is superior. All right. All right. We had we had two attractions that went uh, for a sweep getting into this final round. And so I guess that's it. Right. We don't have to crown a champion. We can just move on. No, no. episode. I'm okay with stopping. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, I feel like maybe you should just all yell it out at the same time so you all get a chance to vote in this championship round. But we do have maybe one of the more iconic attractions ever in Disney history. Uh, There's so much history in the Haunted Mansion. Books have been written about this attraction. It's an amazing, amazing classic attraction. And then we also have 
uh, one of our newer attractions yeah. on the other side, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. This is quite the matchup, not the matchup I necessarily predicted at the beginning of all of this. I kind of thought we might be getting some uh, some Rise of the Resistance, maybe, um, maybe something like Space Mountain, but this is a lot different than I thought. So here we go for the championship for the best attraction in Walt Disney World. We're going to go to Vanessa Ladies First. What do you think? The Haunted Mansion, of course. Uh, it is iconic, and I can wait to see Runaway Railway, but I, if I go to Disney, I'm, I'm not going to be able to not go to Magic Kingdom and see Haunted Mansion, so that's, of course, the pick. I know that uh, of the five of you that are voting, um, John lives you know, near the parks. Uh, Justin basically lives near the parks, so <laughs> he seems like he's there every other day. We're going to go Justin first. I love Mickey and Minnie. I think if after an hour and I think 15 minutes, if you don't know that we love Mickey and Minnie's, then we're missing something. But the Haunted Mansion, what other attraction do you get a free souvenir to follow you home every time? I'm going with the Haunted Mansion. All right, John, you're up. The Haunted Mansion has affected me since I was five years old when I first wrote it. And I'm glad my dad forced me to write it. And uh, nothing compares to that. And I, again, like Justin said, I love the new Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and it might even be my second favorite ride in all of Walt Disney World, but Haunted Mansion reigns supreme. All right, Matthew. I just want to point out that it would have been the same thing if Rise of the Resistance got pushed forward as well. Uh, there is a parallel to a lot of things in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway that Haunted Mansion has, so I think that's why it made it this far, but I still have to say Haunted Mansion. It's hard, okay. to, it's hard to top such Brett, an icon. Brett, clean us up here. Well, Justin, you were saying, you know, that you get a, a souvenir. I'm like going, I have so many ghosts. <laughs> I'm like, that have followed me home. Yes, the Haunted Mansion. Woo. All right, there it is. The Haunted Mansion is our winner. How do you all feel about that? Let's uh, let's talk about it a minute. Uh, Matthew, what do you think? You're our I'm... Imagineer podcaster. We, What do you think? Did we get this right? I think we did. Uh, there's a reason it's the most popular episode of my show, and it's because it is one of those that everybody loves and there it was 10 years in development with some of the most iconic imagineers and waltz himself it's clearly a masterpiece so i think we got it right final thoughts justin matthew nailed it from the uh, imagineering to the marketing campaign that disney ran back uh, years yeah. and years ago uh for this amazing attraction that set dormant there for a while uh it's created memories for families for decades. It will continue to create memories for families for decades to come. It is, I think, Disney perfectly done with an, with a, uh, uh, you know, has fun for the little ones, a little bit of scare for, for the older. And I think it's the perfect attraction. I think that's why it's number one in the books. All right, John. Yeah, I think it's amazing, too, how much of a life of its own the Haunted Mansion has. Apart from just being an attraction, the characters live on outside the attraction whether it's comic books or movies, and we're still supposed to be getting another movie, I hear. Uh, it just, it, there is something about it that is not just the spook factor. When you're in it, it's just a certain feeling. It's a, it's a really, it, it, prior to this, if you would have said, what's your favorite attraction in Disney World, I would have picked the whole Disney World. So really, that's excellent. That's excellent. And I should recommend that comic book series that was done a few years back. It's incredible. On the it's actually Mansion. really good. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. It's really great. You got to check it out, Brett. Everyone has said everything about the Haunted Mansion, so I can't really say more than I'm glad that it's our number one. All 
ride. And Vanessa, any last thoughts? It's an amazing ride. It, it doesn't have to be thrilling to just leave you with your jaw dropped. So everyone can enjoy it. And it is definitely uh, iconic. And that is why it should be number one. Absolutely. I completely agree with all of you. Uh, I, there were some surprises along the way, but you can't really argue with the Haunted Mansion and Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom had 16 entries in a tournament of 32, and there's a reason for that, right? But I have to tell you, uh, this has just been, we've done nearly 100 episodes, and this has been one of the most fun episodes that I've been able to be a part of, and that's because of our amazing guests that came on. Uh, thank you so much to all of you, to Justin, to Matthew, to John. This is just thank incredible, you. and I, I can't so say much. enough. Uh, about their content. So I want them to, again, plug their content one more time because you do need to go check these out. If you're a listener of us, you need to go check these guys out uh, and you need to go and listen to their content as well. Uh, we'll go with John first. You want to plug your show? Thanks. Yes. Thank you very much. You do need to listen to your podcast though. Yours is great. And that's why I'm here. Uh, BigFatPanda.com. It's got everything there. It connects to my YouTube channel. It connects to the uh, Facebook group and stuff like that. And hopefully if you don't know who I am, you get to know me and hopefully you like me and love me. And that's it. BigFatPanda.com. Thank you. And every right. Tuesday, 8 PM, there is a YouTube show. Yes. And check out that live show too. It's really cool that you do that and uh, you can get some interaction that way. It's really wonderful. Matthew, can you promote your show for us one more time? I'll second John's point. I wouldn't be here if your show wasn't worth listening to. So I have to say you do a great job as well. Um, but uh, again, ImagineerPodcast.com is the best way to find me or just search for Imagineer Podcast on a, a podcast app of your choice, social media. It's all there, lots of content. And I try to keep it entertaining and informative. And um, yeah, let me know what you think. DM me. All right. And Justin, talk about Disney dads for us. Yeah. Brett, Craig, Vanessa, thank you guys so much. It's always great to see your smiling faces. Uh, DisneyDadsPodcast.com. You can find our, uh, same as same as the other guys, find our podcast anywhere you uh, would like to stream those. Uh, if you want to reach out and have any questions about the show, DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, I absolutely love every time I come on hanging out and chatting with you guys. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Now, if you are a listener of any of these wonderful gentlemen and all of their content that they bring, uh, you certainly can please hit that subscribe button for us as well at Beyond the Mouse. You can find us on any podcast app of your choice. We have some really great interviews. If you go back uh, early in February, we spoke to Evangeline Lilly. That was a really fun interview and uh, just got to a lot of information about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and also her time in Lost as well. Uh, we've also had a lot of amazing Disney legends on our podcast whether that be Floyd Norman a couple of times, one time talking about soul. And then we've also had Jody Benson and Raleigh Crump and uh, Bob Gerst. So definitely check out all those previous interviews. But we also just like to have fun and chat amongst the three of us. You can find us on social media by going to Beyond the Mouse Podcast on Facebook, also Beyond the Mouse Pod on Instagram and Beyond Mouse on Twitter. So follow along with us there. We are a community voice podcast of NPR Illinois. So you can find us on nprillinois.org as well. As well, we are a part of the Front Row Network, so you can find them on all of their social media, too, by searching for the Front Row Network. And again, this has just been an absolute treat. Final thoughts from you, Brett. Uh, what do you think? Well, thank everyone for this fun, because sometimes these can be, I don't know, a little dicey, but, you know, we're still friends, right? So that's a good thing. So. Absolutely. And Vanessa, any final words? Uh, it's so fun having you guys on. It's nice to have other Disney fans who just, you know, get it and uh, so thank you guys for coming on it's been a real treat 
Couldn't say it any better than that. For Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. Matthew. I'm Justin. Gone. Vanessa. And I'm Brad. And we will see you real soon in the front row. Oh my gosh. Maybe in a doom buggy, right? We could all fit in a doom buggy. Oh oh my gosh. (laughs) It's it's like a Disney brain trust here, don't you think? You know? I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much. That was thank so you. Much. Thank you, man. So much. That was a lot of fun. I love goats. <laughs>